Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I'm going to read out an email. Hi, Niall. I know you talk about a lot of things in your show. And I have a problem which may, may I'm sure, uh, is very common. I met the most wonderful guy when I was 22, three years ago. When I met him, he was gambling fairly heavily. And I was very cautious. And after a lot of arguments and a near breakup, he assured me that he loved me and he'd stop. We, separ- we have separate bank accounts. We're currently saving. And I have a fair few thousand saved. And every time I ask him how much he has, he's quite vague and says to me, I have it in hand. We're getting married next year. I need 20,000 to pay a deposit on a small house in Cork and 10,000 for a wedding deposit, etc., etc., etc. Last week, my friend told me that she met him coming out of the bookies in the city. I asked him, uh, was he back gambling? And he denied it and said I was delusional. I've asked on many occasions to see his bank statement and he gets all weird and said that's going too far and I've no right to look in his account. We had a huge row last week and he broke down and started to cry and said he was spending about 200 a week on betting shops and online. I'm furious and he is now, now saying I need to be more understanding of his addiction and that I, uh, I loved him. if I loved him, I would support him and help him. My mother said, I need to get out, but I love him so much, but I hate what he's doing. My friends have mixed views and some think I can change him, but others say I should just drop him before it's too late. I don't honestly know what to do. I need advice and from experience from other people in my situation. I haven't spoken to him since last Saturday. He keeps texting me saying that he'll stop and get help, but I haven't answered his texts. P.S. I eventually admitted, or eventually admitted he had no, or he eventually admitted he had no savings and had spent it all each week on betting. Help, what should I do? Yeah, that's a very difficult situation, isn't it? You love somebody, they have a problem. Now, he's lied to her quite consistently, obviously, for the last few years and said he was saving when he actually wasn't saving. In the last two years, he's obviously told her he was putting money by and he wasn't. He was blowing it all in the local betting shop or online. And now, of course, he's admitted it. And he's saying, well, if you love me, you'll help me, you'll support me, you'll help me get through this. But what should she do? What would you do in that situation? She's not married to him yet. She's obviously engaged, but she's not married to him yet. What would you do? Advice. A lot of people are going to say, get out of there. There is no such thing as a happy gambler. I don't believe for a minute that anybody can call into this radio station and tell me they're a happy gambler. The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Can you ever be a happy gambler? I don't think so. So what should she do? Should she stick with him? Stand by him? Help him? Support him? Let me know. The number is 087-188-0008. Now remember, there is lots of organisations, of course, that you can go. Gamblers Anonymous, etc., etc. And many organisations that you can go to to get help if you are a gambler. But what do you do if you're the spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, mother, father, sister? What do you do? Do you abandon somebody when they just don't seem to want to stop? And particularly in this situation where he's probably spending every single penny on gambling. (coughs) Pardon me. What do you do? Do you abandon them? I'm looking at the text coming in already. I was in that situation myself. I couldn't stick with it. I tried on numerous occasions to be forgiving. I even went and helped, uh, tried to get, I sought help, uh, but unfortunately it didn't stop. Please tell that girl just to go. Leave him. Don't stick with him. 
it's all well and good for everybody else to say that she should support him, but they're, they're not the one picking up the pieces. And that's really, isn't it? In a lot of cases, that's what's going to happen. And the same goes for a drinker, by the way. You know, you can say, oh, I'm going to support a drinker, I'm going to support them. But at the end of the day, you know, people, it's all well and good for other people to tell you to do that, but you're not the one picking up the pieces. You're not the one who's being lied to, stolen, you know, stealing the people, stealing on them. Because they'll steal money. The number is 087-188-0008. Now, who went to go to first? Oh, yeah, sorry. Michal, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How you doing, Michal? And you got your magic. Now, he's a lot to argue than you. Isn't that a brilliant day we have today? Is it? Where are you right now? At the present minute, I'm sitting at home in Stratton. Well, I'm in about 10 minutes where, where, now. now where, where else did you say you were sitting at home and where? In Stratton. Oh, Stratton. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. Beautiful part of the country. I sent you in a beautiful photograph of my cat. Did you see that on WhatsApp? Oh, of your cat? Of a cat. Take a look at it. You won't see it again in the world. All right, I, I don't get... believe it. Went in on WhatsApp. The girls have seen it and they can't believe it. Right, but I... a cat on top of Paul. It's just, you wouldn't come on it in a million years. One of these freak photographs. Okay, well, I'll get Ruth now to show it to me on the screen in a second. She'll put it up on the screen for me in a second. But, Michal, yeah. at what temperature is it, is it in Stratford at the moment? At the present minute, I wouldn't know, but it's less than yesterday. Oh, there's wait, okay. The temperature yesterday below in the shed, when I keep a car, was 42 inside in the shed. Oh, 42. Well, yeah, that's because probably, there's probably a corrugated iron roof on it, isn't it? There? And perspective and the, the part of it one line through is the, the roof's too low. The higher one wasn't so bad. But the other one below, I say I could have buy the kettle if I wanted without plugging in anything. Right, right. So, Michal, what do you do in a situation where your partner is a gambler? And they're yes. blowing, like, well, they obviously don't have a huge income on, I wouldn't imagine, an average person. They're, but they're blowing 200 a week in the betting shop. Probably more, if the truth be known. Oh, boy. I, I, I tell you, I'd stop him going to the betting shop. I, he'd be charged with arson because I cut the legs of him. It's all well and good saying you'll do that. But, you know, and she did have this row with him going back three years ago. And he promised yep. he wouldn't do it again. But he did. It's no, it's it's a normal. Are there kids involved? First off, no. Well, oh, well, then she's no problem. If there are kids involved, it's a whole different ballgame. No, they're not, they're no not married yet. Involved. She's only with him three years. They're not married yet. She's supposed well, to get married to. Oh, she's supposed to get married to him next year. Well, I, I leave next year. Run for next twenty year because he goes north, I go south. I'd be gone the opposite direction. Right. So you wouldn't be getting married to him. No, I wouldn't have anything to do with them, no. They had the problem. They know what it is. The same as an alcoholic. As I just said, I met a guy this morning. half six in the morning. I met a lovely guy. He worked for me a number of years. And we hit the bottle. He's a new man. His wife is back. His family back. He's off to drink for seven years. No. He, what, what? he went became an alcoholic. I, I mean, and you're right. There, there's very little difference. But there, obviously, they're different addictions. But between there's, an there's alcoholic, addiction. a drug addict, or a gambler, they're all addictions, right? They're addictions. Absolutely. And But a lot of people will say, Michal, you know, you need to have a heart here. The guy is probably a nice guy. She said she loves him. And maybe she should support he him and help him. He, do, he doesn't have a heart. If he had a heart or anything with nature of a heart, and look at that girl that he said he loves, and obviously maybe he did, maybe she loves him. But the point is, no, it's nothing there. For months, the addiction overcomes the love, forget about it. Mm. It's not no love anymore, it's addiction. And do you, think, do you think there's a possibility he may stop for good, or do you believe a leopard never changes their spots? Well, oh no, I won't believe a leopard never blames their spots because I've proved this thing a hundred times in life with different people myself. You can't get a, le- a leopard will not change your spots, but you can le- get people to change their approach to things. But if I know he was there already, he got out of it. And now here, it's back again. 
No, just tell okay. me. Okay. Well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Margaret as well. Margaret, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Margaret? Hi, uh, Niall. I'm, I'm good, thanks. I'm N- good. Nice to talk to you. I mean, what advice would you give to this young girl? Um, I suppose, Niall, I've had experience in my past of living with a gambler. He was someone who was very successful professionally in his own life. Um, but he did have gambling and it, it took over everything, Niall, I suppose. Um, there wasn't a conversation that you could have that it always reverted back to horses or gambling or the jockeys. I mean, sometimes it was embarrassing out socially that, you know, every conversation would always come back to his horse his racing. Session, I suppose. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course, we at times we would have arguments about it and he would say, oh, it's just a hobby. Would you leave me alone? It's just a hobby. And um, I suppose now as time went on, the perception became greater. Um and I was told I was paranoid. I was told I was imagining things. And um, now, I suppose, um, to use an old quote, I suppose the leopard never changes spots. But just the point, this girl, this man, kind of, I found it quite manipulative what he said, that if you love me, you'll stand by me. Yeah. And that really struck a chord with me, Niall. Um, Is that what was said his, to you? Um, no, it wasn't. No, it actually ended. He, uh, I was expecting our first child, and he actually had an affair. So that's what ended our. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, ah, look, that's okay. It's a long time ago now. And, and you're right in what you're saying about, say, horse racing, right? Uh, and maybe yeah. Mihal would agree with me on this as well. That you can have a very a, a hobby or an interest in football or soccer or yeah. GAA without gambling. But with horse I, racing, I most people who have a huge interest in horse racing will gamble as well. So the two go hand in hand. They do, yeah, they, they do. do. And um, it just took over everything. I remember we were at a wedding one time, just recall it now, and um, he left the church, he left me alone in the church to go and check a horse race. He went down to a betting shop. We were in a different town, but he left. He was fidgeting on the seat beside me, and next thing he just jumped up and he, he walked out of the oh church. Oh, my. Yeah. Um, well, I, that's it. It's like it's like an alcoholic or a drug addict yeah. or like any other addiction. Everything that's else it, gets priority. It, yeah, I mean, nothing gets priority. Yeah. Should I say apart from the gamble? Yeah. That's right. That's right. It just it's look. It's an addiction. It takes over every part of their life. It's that you know. It's it's it's, it's, it's in it's in the brain. You know. And um, sorry, Michal, What did you say to Margaret? I said you should give him the door. Oh no! Um, well, it would, well, well, she had the door out. for different reasons. But. I did. I walked out. There was uh, a couple of different reasons, but yeah, I did. I walked out. Look, it's ten years ago now, and and all of that. But um, do you think? I, by the way, do you think if there was no other reason for the breakup of the marriage, which you say there was, do you think you would have stuck with him? Um, I don't. I think. Um, I, I think maybe I would have had a nervous breakdown now, and because I would have been the quiet person in the relationship, I would, have, you know, he was very, he is still a very kind of a vicious person, and he's just always out there. And I, I think he would have worn me down, Niall. Okay. And um, you know, maybe I, I think I'd a lucky escape, and a lot of people would have said that to me. Yeah. Later so, on. You so know? you you would basically yeah. say to anybody involved with somebody who's gambling, even if they're telling you they're doing it for fun or a hobby, that it's just a it's a there's no happy ending to that. Um, there's none now. I suppose. Look, if this if this guy look, there's help out there now, and there's a lot the more second help time, than second time round. Than, mm. Yeah. Look, but if he says to her, "If you love me, you'll stick by me," but she must say to him, "If you love me, you must get help." Well, he is. Well, he is saying he'll get help, but but here's the problem: 
She, mm. I mean, she realised this when she met him first and he promised he'd stop. Yeah. And he did, yeah. well, seemingly he stopped or supposed yeah. to have stopped. But it seems like maybe he didn't. He was just lying to her for the last two years. He, he's been, yeah. I mean, he's she's, been, she's been, saved yeah. up, according to email, she's saved up a few thousand. They both have their mm. own bank accounts. They need money next for next year for the wedding and for yeah. a deposit. And, you know, and he would never show his bank account. And now it yeah. seems that he's admitted that he has no money. He spent it all. Oh, the poor girl. It's, it's an awful dilemma for her, but maybe they should just, even if she just said, look, I need to leave now, you need to sort yourself out. And if six months, a year down the line, you straighten yourself out, maybe we can rekindle our relationship. But at the moment, it looks like he's in the throes of an addiction. He's been so deceptive to her over the last number of years. And I don't even think he can get himself out of it. And do you, can I ask you if it's not too personal? Mm-hmm. At the time when you were sure. with your former partner, yeah. did the gambling cause any financial hardship in the relationship? Um, it didn't. He was quite well off, okay. I suppose, at the time. Okay, so he could he afford it. Business. Yeah. Yeah, but it was all hidden. For, you know, I suppose it was a family business, so I wasn't directly involved in it. Um, right, know, okay. Yeah. Um, so... Um, yeah. yeah. He, so you were just you were just aware of the the income that was coming in every week, and that wasn't being affected because there was plenty of money anyway. So that was the point. You're, I'm trying um, to... I, yeah, I suppose yeah. in that sense, I was I was um, in college at the time, and um, yeah. I suppose I had just my own small income, and we did at that time we were you know our our incomes didn't didn't weren't pooled together. I suppose. Of course, yeah. Sense. So you wouldn't really yeah. have been aware of what was being spent, but you just yeah. know there was large well, he amounts. He would never say. He would never say. And if he did, I knew he was lying. He would say a couple of hundred. I, I, I say, yeah, not, yeah. Well, it, it, they'll always say that. But I mean, gambling yeah. primarily, it used to be very much a male problem many years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, I've, with the online gambling and all this kind of stuff, I suppose nowadays it's become, it's not just male, it's women as well. And, you know, women yeah. are in and out of bookies too, probably as well. More so uh, online. Well, online, I think, is just, it's so dangerous, Niall. And I suppose a thought that has come to me over the years is that I don't know why the government hasn't put Banned. higher taxes. They should on, ban the advertising on it. And ban advertising, but higher taxes on gambling. I mean, you have it on alcohol, you have it on cigarettes. I don't understand why, you know, the money, the billions that's been spent on gambling and their taxes. Uh, I'm not sure what it is, but I, I know it's low. I know it's low on, 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 on gambling. You know, maybe 20%. You, every time you put down a bet, you have to pay 20% in tax. How much, how much do you think um, is spent on gambling in this country every year? Oh. Now, that includes this includes everything. Horse racing, football, the, <laughs> lot, the lottery, of course, with the National Lottery, which is gambling. Oh, the National Lottery as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no, I admit it. Two, two billion? Ten billion. Oh, my God. Ten, wow. In a population of five million people. Isn't that an incredible amount of money? Mind-blowing, actually. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, we're a nation of, 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 of hunters, all right. <laughs> yeah. <just>, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we, we do believe it's innocent enough. I mean, I know a lot of us do the lottery as well every now and yeah, again, you know, particularly when absolutely. it gets up to a nice high amount because we always want to be that one person to win. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think it's a huge problem unless you're overdoing it. You know, yeah. and I know the National Lottery will put a lot of steps in place that you can't do it after 12 o'clock at night and all these kind of things to try and, you know, keep an eye on it. But unfortunately, okay. people do get hooked on those things too. You know what I mean? Oh, they, of course you do get sucked in very easily, you know. Look, um, people do, and mm-hmm. it, it's very, it's very, um, 
I won't say sinister, but it it's it, it, it creeps up on people. I think yep. you know, um, especially the online, and especially for young people. I would, you know, I think it's it's just it's far too easy. Uh, at bottom line, it's far too easy. You know, you have your phone, and we all know how accessible mm-hmm. world is. You know, through the phone and um. And young people, by yeah. the way, now, young people are being, are gambling at a very young age, not, not only in, you know, kind of football and sports and like that. I mean, I hear more recently of 12 and 13 year olds who are gambling on PlayStations, essentially to buy new skins for games or, and, you know, really? yeah, oh. they call them loot boxes. So it's essentially gambling within the game and they within can use the real money. I had a woman on last year and she said her son had asked for her credit card to buy a game on this PlayStation, which she gave him. Sure. So obviously, yeah. when she put it, in, they put it into the PlayStation, it stored the credit card number. Uh, within two months, he had spent the mortgage on the house. He had spent over two and a half grand the son, oh, and he was only thirteen or fourteen years of age. Oh my God! Talk about having to watch them online. Yeah, um, it's, it's it, that is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's the danger around every well, Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, well, anyway, your advice, Margaret, is uh, leave that situation until you get some sort of acknowledgement that it's stopped, that there's no point in getting it into it. Margaret, thank you very much for your call. Thank you, Michal, as well. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Maybe you've been in that situation yourself and you've lived with a gambler. What was the end result? Can a leopard change their spots? The number's 087-188-0008. Just look at some of the news coming in. You couldn't make up some of these stories, I'll be honest with you. The former, I'm sure you're all well aware of the, the, the kind of scandal there, the Davies scandal, and the former Davies CEO who was forced to resign over his role in the bond trading scandal at the firm is set to get paid nearly £79 million for his stake in the stockbroker uh, as uh, it was sold to Bank of Ireland. And there's the heading there, I think it was in the Irish Independent, it says, uh, former Davy boss to reap 79 million as Bank of Ireland sale heralds return of banker bonuses. You just couldn't make this stuff up because you couldn't. Uh, let me go back to gambling if I can. Uh, Julia in Ireland's Classic Kids, how are you doing, Julie? Hi. Uh, Julie, Hi, get, getting back to gambling. So this girl sent in the email, so she's supposed to be getting married next year and she's saving for a house as well. She's been putting her money by in her accounts, her savings. She said she has a few thousand and he hasn't, obviously. He'd been lying to her all along saying he had, but he's been spending it in bookie shops and online. Okay. So. Tell her to run. Run. Tell her to run. Run. Run for the hills. Well, her, mo- her, mother, her mother said run, but yeah. her friends have mixed views and said that maybe she no. can change him. No, I, I first met, um, when I first met my ex-husband um, several years ago, we were like that in our 20s. Um, we, we were saving up to buy a house. Um, yeah, we were saving up to buy a house and yeah. we were saving, we were both saving in in the same joint account. We yeah. were saving our money. That was fine. But I found my money was going in more than his. Um, and then when we were out with friends, it was, oh, let's go to the shop and buy lottery tickets and see if we can win. Um, and I, I noticed it was, it was happening more often, doing the lotto, doing telly bingos, which was like ridiculous but anyway years later i married and uh, married and we bought a house had children etc whatever and then he had a business i had my business he had his business he lost his company through gambling through drink people were coming to the door bailiffs looking for help, looking for money and oh, um, wow. that he hadn't got he had sold cars behind my back he had wow. he had done an awful lot of things recently there um now i we're separated, divorced, 12 years now. Um, and I only realised... I should say I congratulations to you, so yeah. shouldn't I? Yes. Oh, thank God, yeah. 
And uh, there, a couple of weeks ago, um, we were talking, I was talking with my children and my husband now um, about old duty gambling. The day he walked out, I'm trying to cut a long story short, the day he walked out, um, he took everything except for paperwork he had left in his wardrobe. And when I looked at bank statements, in one day he had gambled 2,500 oh, euros my. on so many different transactions, yeah. Um, that and was, was it online or betting shops? Yes. And was online. it online? Online, online. I seen online. Um, then he it turned out that he was an alcoholic as well. Right. So okay. He wasn't just a gambler; he was an alcoholic, a liar. Well, drank a lot. Drank a lot. Okay. Yes. Everything. Okay. Um, okay so, so the, the bottom line is that your advice is that you can't change a person. Now, if if the person is being transparent. You know, I mean, and if this young man she's with who says, look, I'll get help, you know, can you support me? Look, at at least there. he's admitting it and he's being transparent. Yeah. My ex-husband admitted it once when I questioned him over it. He went to Gamblers Anonymous. He went to Alcoholics Anonymous for the first couple of weeks and that was it. And I'm healed. I'm healed. He'd stay off, you know, with the computer and he'd give me the bank cards. But he'd always, when he gave me the bank cards, he'd already have another one being posted out right. but the, the one he had given me was cancelled so they've ways and means about doing it okay I, I suppose it's like every addiction you lie to the ones you love yeah. to, to continue doing it so your your sure, yeah. your advice is just get out of there while the going's yeah. good yeah yeah and, and what do you say to people who say well you know if you love somebody you should try and support them and help them because it's an addiction you know it's like anything like like drink like drugs like everything else that you should try and stick it stick by them and okay you know if, if it comes to a point where it's just you feel it's not going to stop or not going anywhere well then maybe but maybe she should stick by him for a while look let her give him the benefit of the doubt and do it before she gets married see how mm. long it lasts for like i'm not i'm no expert on this but i'm just giving you my opinion and my story um, it's totally up to herself, but she needs to look really hard into it and not share any bank accounts mm. and make sure she has her own money put aside as well and there's nothing there he can well, rob. Th- th- this says an awful lot about... Do you remember the years ago people used to have a single joint account? When I was married, yep. we had a single joint account and I didn't have my own bank account and mm. neither did my wife, so we just used the one account. Yeah. And it does say an awful lot about that because at least then you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And if yeah. I was with a gambler, I think that's what I'd have to insist on. Yes. I'd yeah. have to insist that I can monitor. And, and now that sounds very controlling. But if you're with a gambler or somebody like that, you'd have to be so take control somehow. For sure, yeah. But, yeah, but you'd have yeah. to say, listen, we have one bank account between us so I can see what you're doing with the money and that's it. Yeah, but then what if that one day he decides, ah, oh, to hell with it, I'm going to go online and gamble all the money. But at least then you know, at well. least then you know they're doing it and they're not lying to you. At least yeah. you can see it happen. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know I've many people in your situation, um, you know, uh, Julie, and many of those people, like, they talk about the mortgage being spent, the rent being spent, mm. the bills being spent. The bill My the- house was nearly taken off me. Oh, okay. God. Yeah, my house was nearly taken off me. I didn't realise that um, the mortgage wasn't being paid. And plus the, the, there was an €88,000 worth of judgments on the house because of the gambling. And when you say you didn't realise the mortgage was being paid, I mean, I'm certainly not, by the way, having a go at you, by yeah. the way. But I'm just saying, yeah. were, were you not actively involved in, 
you know, looking at that and seeing that, like, you know, if you jointly own the home together, I don't know. I trusted him, Niall, I trusted him. Yeah, you just trusted him. I yeah. was busy, I was busy working and minding, you know, looking yeah. after the children. Yeah, And and that him. was his responsibility to look yeah. after those things, yeah. so you just yeah. trusted he did it. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm so sorry. I was doing everything else, so, yeah, it was it was a shock when it, when it, when I realised it. Yeah, I mean, somebody is saying, how did that lady and her ex manage to get a mortgage uh, when he was online gambling as the banks don't usually approve them uh, when they see the gambling? Well, that's changed now. I mean, there was a time going back. I don't know how long ago that was. Well, we got a mortgage long before yeah. the internet. Yeah, that wasn't. Right. Yeah, that yeah, would have been the long case. Long before the internet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, there was a, there, I know now, for example, if you apply for a mortgage now and the mortgage company see Paddy Powers or Boyle Sports or whatever it is, or you know, or even the lottery on your bank, bank statement quite a lot, uh, you won't get a mortgage. You know, yeah, you're done. Yeah, yeah. So you need yeah. another way of figuring out how to spend your money on gambling now if you want to get a mortgage. Yeah. But look, yeah. Julie, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you're away from it. I'm glad you're away yeah. from it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I hope. I wish her the best of luck, and I hope it all works out for her, no matter what she does. But just to keep her eyes out, open, yeah. constantly. Yeah. All right, Julie, listen, thank you very much indeed. And, and I hope you have a long and happy life. And I'm glad you're away from that now. Um, Ashley, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you doing, Ashley? Well, Niall, how are you? How are you, Ashley? I'm in great form. I'm off today. and going out to my 38-euro pool with me ice pop. Oh, very <laughs> nice. Very nice. Where did you buy your 38-euro pool? Oh, I tell you, I'm, I know it's the best thing I ever bought this summer. And I'm sure, I'm just saying there, the neighbours must think I'm so mad. I don't care, because this heat is killing me. So look at that. Yeah. They're looking out the window. Look at your woman in her pool and her know. ice pop. Who does she think she is? I'm <laughs> laughing because I'm sure when the planes are going across, you must be saying... My jeez, I never thought I'd see it in Ireland. Everybody buying paddling pools and everything else. It's and what, what sort of pool is it? Is it big? You can see four adults stretched yeah. out. And I just go out there and I like... I thought I was saying, I'm not going out in a bikini. I said, do you know what? Now I don't... Why won't you go out in a bikini? Because you know yourself. And you're back out. And it's different when you're on your holiday. But you're back out. <laughs> Why? Who's going I to see you? It's a woman thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pervert twitching his tongue. <laughs> oh, look at Ashley in a bikini go. <laughs> and it's not even matching. Because I can't fit into me bottom since this COVID. I'm putting on the waist. Have you got little seats in the pool that you can sit on? I don't need a seat. It's that good, Niall. I have to tell you, you can rest your head right back. Right. right. So there's no other way pools years ago and you'd buy them for a fiver. Yeah. In that dial shop in Talbot Street. <laughs> 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 They're much better. And you think, you say, my God, this is like... And I keep visualising them in Portugal or somewhere. Like right. you, close your, you close your eyes and imagine you're on holidays by the and pool. And then I wake up and I see a pair of red twitches caught. <laughs> <laughs> and your knickers on the line and you go, ah, I'm not in Portugal. Portugal after all. <laughs> and, is, yeah. and is the water warm? Are you putting hot water in to like warm water? No, you wouldn't Freezing. believe it. Uh, no, honest to God, it's like it's just nice and chilled. You know the way when you get into a pool and you're on your holiday and you go, oh, oh, and you're tipping around like an Egypt for a couple of minutes. And then after a few minutes, you're setting into it and you're grand. That's what it's like. Well, listen, getting back to more serious issues, yeah. uh, getting back to a gambler, would you stick by a gambler? Would you support him? Well, the reason I was calling, I was just saying, it's all very easy now for us all to say, right, oh, you know what, leave, leave, run, 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 right? I don't believe any addict wakes up every morning and says, oh, this is the way I want to live my life, right? No, of course not. But, 
And I think it's a horrific thing because not only do they have, he might suffer with gambling or something, but they're always coupled with another one, right? Yeah. The only thing that I would say to that girl is, obviously, look, she's looking for people to give her the answers, forget it, because she's the one that's going to have to suffer it or whatever. Yeah, but and you heard Julie, before you come on, you heard Julie, yeah. her, her life was nearly destroyed being married to a gambler. And it can be, because, yeah. you see, the thing that happens is when you're with any type of addict, is that you become obsessed with the addict. Yeah. So well, you're, well, you, well, you can't help it. They drag you into it as well. well this is it. But you yeah. see, that's where, that's where I'm saying your strength has to kick in. If you're willing to compromise the love of yourself more so than anything, well, then that's what will happen. So, you, you're, so you're saying you have to value yourself? Completely and 100%. Yeah. And while an addict is going through his therapy, that, the other partner would have to go through their own therapy because... You can't just wake up and say, oh, you know what, he's going to AA or he's going to uh, Gamblers Anonymous or whatever it may be, and that's grand and all is going to be perfect. No, it's not. It's really not going to be perfect. And you know what? It's sad to say, but statistics show that more times these cases are not successful. No, they go back on again. No, and I do believe, Niall, I firmly believe that, you know, just because you may say to somebody, you know, you need to go and get therapy and see this counsellor and all that, and... Sometimes you don't get the right counsellors. And sometimes, you know, even though we've loads of support in this country, it doesn't mean because you're getting support that your problem is going to be dealt with. Because a lot, for starters, counsellors read from textbooks. And the best counsellors are the ones that probably have experienced it themselves, are trained in addiction. I, could, I couldn't agree with you more. Ashley, I'm going to have to go into a break. Uh, but yeah. that's some great advice, by the way. Uh, and in the interim, by the way, enjoy your pool. Oh, I will indeed. Yeah, you're going out to it now in the next 20 minutes. Come over and you can bring, you can bring Ma- home with you. Come on, bring her <laughs> over and in the pool. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll give you a ring back before the end of the show if you're in the pool. No problem, no. And no, get- I've got... I'll be waiting here. I'll be cleaning around, having me coffee, and then I'm going to jump in the pool. All right, so you can call me back. Yeah, we'll on. call you back before the end of the show, maybe. And we, no we, we'll just try and, we'll try and join you for the experience. Oh, lovely. All right. <laughs> All right, Ashley, thanks. See you. Uh, the number's 87 More serious things. Getting back to gambling. Can you get a gambler to change? Dave, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you, Dave? No, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Are you in a paddling pool today? No. no. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm in a pair of Snickers uh, sweating profusely. Right. I was uh, working hard somewhere, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Well, Dave, but, uh, Dave in yeah. relation to this woman, you know, I mean, look, gambling, like alcoholism, like drug addiction, you know, they're all addictions and you drag usually somebody else into your nightmare with you. Should she stick with him and support him? He says he loves her and wants support. What should she do? Um, well, no, the first thing I heard from what he said to her was manipulation. He's trying to manipulate her into staying with him and, like, feeling yeah. sorry for him. Yeah. And, if if she sticks with him without any consequences, well, then all she's doing, like my family would have done, is enabling him. Okay, so so you, so you were an addict yourself. Okay, what what were you addicted to, Dave? I drink and cocaine. Okay, and were you spend? Were you working? Were you um, working on and off? Yeah. And, uh, so how how were you fueling your ha- your habit? Kept on promising I was going to do something about it, but in reality, never. Okay. Had no intention of doing it. And did you? Did it? Was it the proceeds of crime you were fueling your habit with, or did you manage to find the money some other way? No, I will. I'll be honest. It was a long time ago. I was stealing off my parents. 
Right, okay. So you're taking money from your parents. And, and this is what happens, of course, with addiction. You know, they'll start taking things out of the family home. You'll take things out of people's purses if you can get a chance. Whatever. Yeah, yeah anything. Yeah. And, and probably spending quite a substantial amount of money between cocaine and alcohol. And how, how did you eventually get away? Or what was the turning point for you, Dave, where you said, this has to stop? Uh, I got a final ultimatum uh, from my family. And I knew they were serious this time. Why, why so, did you know they were serious that time compared to other times? What what was the, the, the point of that, that you knew they were serious? Just their demeanour, the way, like I literally, I tortured them for, uh, I would say, like I got sober at 30, so I'd say for 25 years I tortured them. Okay. And I, I mean like from a very young age. And are they still with us today, your mum and dad? Yes, they are indeed, thank God. Good, thank God. okay, and I'm sure you look back at those days with regret and what you did to them, I suppose. I, I... To be honest, Niall, I did for the first few years, but if I kept looking at the past, I could never kind of... Move on, yeah. Move on, so I had to, I know it sounds terrible, I had to forgive myself so that I could even make their lives better, otherwise I'd be a bout of misery, if right, you know okay. what I mean. And how long, how long are you clean and off the alcohol? Uh, Eleven and a half years now. Brilliant, well done to you by the way, well done. And, uh, and but the sounds of things with your Snickers, you're working away now, and you're back in construction or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, well, I have. A, I'm in partnership in a business, a construction business now. So uh, I have that. I have a child and identical twin girls on the way, and a new house. So like, well done, well done. Compared to good, and and hopefully you'll never go back to that because you know what you know where that took you before. So, so what advice then? I mean, this is a young girl. She's only, you know, was uh, she said she was twenty two, three years ago. So she's only twenty five years of age. Yeah. She only knows this guy three years. He already told her three years ago when she met him, and she knew he was gambling that she he'd given up, which he promised he did. Uh, he mm-hmm. promised her he was saving in his own account, which it looks like now he wasn't. He was spending it all on online gambling, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And he lied to her initially, and now she knows he's back gambling again. So, I mean, should she? You just say, look, I'm not going to go down this route, or should she support him? Oh, I I would say, as I said, Niall, give him an ultimatum, and if he doesn't do something about it and stick with it, then she has to leave. Otherwise, she, he's ruining her life as well as his own. So basically, and- say, if I catch you, well, I if it was me in her situation, I'd say, I want to see your bank account weekly, and I want to know what's going out of it. And if you don't want to agree, if you don't agree to that, or you don't want to agree to that, well, then we're done. Yeah, see, I, the thing, and like, I think the whole thing has to be based around trust. Yeah, absolutely. If, you know, rather than saying, I'm going to be looking, because Niall, I remember when I got a phone call early in the morning, and it was actually an innocent phone call, and my mother asked me what was going on, and my instant reaction was, What's the point in doing this if nobody's actually going to believe and trust me? If you know what I mean. I know, so, no, I get you. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not going to get support from anybody, so why should I bother? I might as well just stay in it. Yeah, well, see, your mind as an addict is always going to go to, is always going to try and take you away from actually doing the right thing. It's always going to say, don't do it, do the wrong thing, you're better off. Yeah, so, that's the kind of default setting, isn't it? It's just to resort back to the drinking and the drugs again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as I always said, now, I, I'm terrible as it was for my family, I am so grateful that I actually had something for my mind because I see people with depression all the time who are trying to kill themselves and it's like we're the lucky ones, even though our families are unlucky, that we actually have something to stop our minds bringing us to that place, if you know what I mean. 
Yeah, and I, I mean, look, it can be extremely selfish too, oh. uh, you know, to be an, an addict because unfortunately hey, uh, you're you're having little regard for the people that that love you. Yes, exactly. Yes, no, that's that's hundred percent true. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, Dave, once again, I'm delighted that you you're back on the straight and narrow and continued success with that. Eleven years is a, gr- a long time. Uh, to yeah. be away from it and I hope you stay away from it and I'm delighted your business is doing well and you have a new family to look after now as well and be responsible for so that that, that responsibility alone will keep you away from it yeah exactly alright exactly. Dave listen nice talking to you thanks very much indeed you for your honesty nice. see you bye bye uh, there you go Dave some of your WhatsApp messages coming in by the way uh, hi Niall um, I'm delighted you brought this subject up it's, it's actually quite frightening and I just heard your part there where you said it used to be a male problem you're very right there but now it's it's both to be honest with you uh, the women are like mad things and the, and the blokes on them scratch cards you see the scratch cards like in the shops now you can get one for 20 euro and I think one in six or something like that wins it's I don't know um, I think we should be looking closer to home like keeps in all these gambling companies and all online but for the national lottery are at it worse than anyone probably but that's, that's what I'm talking about the scratch cards people don't think people think it's all uh, betting um, no them scratch cards should be banned well, yeah, people talk about the lottery. I mean, the lottery is gambling. You can try and, you know, <laughs> glorify it whatever way you want. And yeah, you do have the Euro Millions. What do they say? You have a 1 in three, 35 million chance of being a millionaire. 1 in 35 million. But you could win a, you could get five numbers and win a few thousand or whatever, I suppose. But everybody thinks they're going to be that one person, don't they? A girl would want to run, Niall. Because the thing is, if they're saving for a house, there's not a chance of them getting a mortgage if he is online gambling accounts the bank will just red flag him straight away no dice yeah I don't think she's thought of that aspect of it you're absolutely 100% right real people real opinions real talk radio the multi award winning Niall Boylan show classic hits